Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today is... Sadly, we come to you today off another Phillies loss yesterday. A very, very frustrating loss for a Phillies team that is, you know, fighting to make a playoff spot and uh, to lose the way they did yesterday. First and foremost, starting a four-game series against the Nationals, you're the Phillies. You are fighting for a playoff spot. There are multiple teams who are fighting with we are all hovering around or over 500. The Marlins, the Reds, the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Giants, all these teams fighting. And you lose to the Blue Jays on Sunday and then come back Monday against the, the four-game stretch here against the one team left as you have the Rays after that, who is definitively based on this season a bad baseball team. The Nationals have been awful they are not making the playoffs. They were 19-31 and 31 a couple days ago, just matching their record from the first 50 games from last year, which is, of course, funny and showing how, you know, what this season is for what it is. But regardless, the Phillies um, coming into, you know, not a must-win game, clearly, because it's not like they're in or out because of it, but like a, a massive game. You know, you don't have many left here. Seven games left. A massive game with playoff positioning on the line. And they sucked. They just flat out sucked last night. They came out and played a horrible, horrible baseball game. Unforced errors out the wazoo. I think three errors over the course of the game. Scott Kingery, a terrible throw to first. Moniac, one of the worst throws you'll ever see from left field. Like, literally, one of the worst throws you'll ever see. I don't know who he was throwing to or what he was thinking. It scored runs because of it. It was a disastrous showing from a team that quote-unquote needed to win the game. You know, a team that was supposed to show up with some fire. Joe Girardi gets tossed after Roman Quinn gets tossed for arguing balls and strikes, and that doesn't do anything to juice up this team. The bats couldn't get going at any point at all. It was just a massive, massive, massive disappointment last night. It really was. Again, for a Phillies team that is is fighting for a playoff spot to, to come into this last week of the season, this final stretch run, as it were, when you are hovering, when you went from a team that was right at a 90% probability to make the playoffs to a team that is teetering on a half game in or a half game out right now. <laughs> That's where they're at. It's, and then to come out last night with that effort is just, it's a kick in the tail. It sucks. It is, it is a bummer. It is a bummer. It's not what you wanted to see. And, you know, they, you hope they rebound. They got two today, double header massively important they have to take both as far as i'm concerned they do i'm not even kidding but just a a bummer of a game last night we'll dive into it and then also we'll get into what the general manager had to say prior to the game as he spoke to the media prior to uh the game and then ken rosenthal an interesting piece about general managers where there are some interesting things about clan in there we'll get to that as well but first 
Last night, the Phillies fall 5-1 to one to the Nationals to fall to 27-27 and 27 on the season. The Nationals 21-32 and 32 with the win. How about that? Um, just a bummer of a game. Uh, Zach Wheeler just you know didn't have his best stuff. It was clear. Uh, five and two-thirds, gives up three runs, two of them earned. Seven strikeouts, three walks, five hits. Took him 113 pitches to get through that five and two-thirds. Again, you know, just didn't have his best stuff. He was fine. He battled. I was impressed with the, you know, kind of fortitude he showed and all that, but he just didn't have his best stuff. That happens, and uh, that was clearly the case, and he wasn't able to get out uh, when he needed them in the most part and uh, ultimately gets his first loss of the season. Blake Parker comes in after him, and he stinks. Gives up two runs, only one of them earned. And then Ramon Rosso actually pitched pretty well to get out of it. Um, the Phillies score their only run on a balk, which seems appropriate. As Mickey Moniak scored on a balk. I mean, the fact that this Phillies team was unable to do anything against Anibal friggin' Sanchez, who came into this game with a 7-2-5 ERA, is a travesty and Bryce Harper I mean after pulling himself from the game on Sunday night we're all worried about him he's DHing last night 0 for 4 uh, a couple of big outs and a couple of big spots struck out three times Bryce Harper has something going on whatever it is whether it's his back or whether it's his mind he's, he's dealing with some stuff he is clearly not he had a little stretch there for a week and a half or whatever where he was locked in. I mean, the, you know, the, the Blue Jays series. I mean, the, the home run against the Blue Jays was, you know, an all-timer as far as Citizen Bank Park home runs go. We talked about that, that monster shot off the top deck. Or, or no, I guess that was against the Mets. Um, regardless, uh, you know, got hot for a while there, but then um, – has been unable to carry it forward and uh, and has really struggled yet again. And, and um, certainly last night, 0 for 4, 3 strikeouts, came up in some big spots, didn't get anything going. Really, Alec Bohm, the guy you can count in this lineup, and that's been you know pretty much it uh, over the last little bit of time. And I guess you know you could say Andrew Knapp has been pretty good. Who would have thunk it? It's just uh, it's a bummer. They just can't get anything going. Again, a, a big important game against a team you quote-unquote should beat, right? I mean, you should beat the freaking lowly Nationals, last-place Nationals. And they couldn't do it. And that's where this team just continues to disappoint. Playoffs on the line all week, and they come up with that effort. It just... It stunk. It stunk out loud. It was a really disappointing showing from the Phillies. It really was. I was super disappointed with what I saw from them last night. Again, I've been pretty pessimistic about how they've played lately. Their chances, if they did get in the playoffs with, again, a literally historically bad bullpen. Let's say it again, a historically bad bullpen. The second worst bullpen in the history of baseball by the numbers. Again, a short season, but I have not seen anything to make me think that even if it were a 162-game season, there would be anything that would change. It might even get worse as guys tire out. I mean, uh, no reason to believe it would get any better. Um, Just historically about bullpen, and that has no chance in the playoffs as far as I'm concerned. No chance, as I've said, even if they get there. But um, it really is astounding that we're even talking about will they get there. After the 10 of 11, where they were at, for them to – 
crater so violently and so poorly. And look, again, I get it. They have really dealt with it from an injury perspective lately. You know, losing Reese Hoskins, you know, we've talked about the Arietta one and Howard and now the pitching staff is is a problem. And again, that has really caused some issues. I mean, not having enough starters. Donis Medina had to come up and start a game. They've had to go bullpen games. It's been a disaster. I mean, it's a real issue for this team. They'll have a bullpen game today. It's a disaster. So those injuries are a disaster, but we haven't talked nearly enough about losing Hoskins and the impact down on this offense. And, oh, by the way, JT Romito hasn't played in 11 straight games. And it's something that we've barely talked about because he's been, like, day-to-day the whole time. And will he be back? And, look, they're hoping he'll be back today, potentially as a DH. But 11 straight games without JT, and you add Hoskins to that, of course. It's not the same team that was cruising earlier, but regardless, it is a bummer that the season has taken the turn that it has and that we're even sitting here talking about the playoffs. Will they make it, won't they? I mean, it's it's a bad spot for this team. It's a bad look for this team. You know, it really is. It's a bad look. This team shouldn't be in this situation, and they are. And that's a, a bummer and an indictment, again, of the team, of the roster. And that brings us to um, talking about what the GM had to say before the game. As... Um, a few things we're talking about, and then Kim Rosenthal with a piece uh, about general managers and talking about potential general manager on the hot seat. So uh, that was actually very interesting as well. Let's start with what Clentac had to say, just a couple things. Clentac, um, when asked about uh, Jim Salisbury, asked really the two biggest questions. Uh, the first one he asked was about Matt Clentac's future and you know where Clentac felt uh, felt you know about how Clentac felt about his future and. Um, of course, I'm not surprised he did this, but he deflected it, uh, which, again, I'm not surprised. But he said, when asked about his future, he said, I think right now our focus is on the next seven games, and if we take care of business in the next seven games, I think we can start looking forward to what we can hopefully be an exciting October. After the season is over, we can go back and go through the postmortem. Look, I get it. That's, uh, I suppose, a fair answer. Um, you know, uh, it's, he's not going to talk about his job. But then a, a really good follow-up by Salisbury says, well, uh, separate topic, um, does Sixto, Sixto Sanchez's success in, in Miami add to your pressure to sign JT Romito? And this was his response. He says, look, what I've said all along, we would love to have JT here, but when you make that trade, you're trading for two years of control, and you know that. Sixto looked really good against us. He's looked good this year. But we've had two very productive years of JT as well. Oh, man, that is not a quote that is going over well in Philly, nor should go over well in Philly. I mean, again, um, to say you've had two very productive years of JT is, is, I mean, it's a joke to say that when you think about it. First and foremost, one of those years has been a 60-game season, which... Oh, by the way, as we just mentioned, JT has missed 11 straight games of, you know, ultimately there's a chance he ends up playing just over two-thirds of this productive season. Second, you trade Sixto Sanchez for two years of JT and don't sign him, and we'll get to the whole sign, don't sign him thing in a second, but if you don't sign him and you trade, and you don't make the playoffs in either of them, or you maybe limp into the playoffs and lose in the first round in one of them, that is not productive. You can't trade a future potential best pitcher in baseball, someone who's clearly looks like he is provided he stays healthy going to be one of the best in the game potentially for a long time in Sixto Sanchez 
You can't trade that and not make the playoffs for the what you get from it. That's crazy town. And again, you really can't make that trade and not re-sign him. That's really the crux of it. And again, I have talked a lot about the idea that I, not, just because you made the trade doesn't mean you have to overpay for Romito because it is a sunk cost. You've already traded Sixto, so you can't do business that way. But at the same time, you can't, hindsight or not, you can't make that trade and not re-sign him. Like, you can't make that trade for two years of JT. That's crazy. That's absurdity. Like, who makes that trade? Who, again, gives up potentially, you know, six to seven years of club control of potentially the best pitcher in baseball or one of the best pitchers in baseball for two years of control of a catcher? I mean, that's... Unless that catcher is the difference between you winning a World Series or not winning a World Series, or he puts you in a position where you can legitimately win the World Series, that's a disastrous trade. And the Phillies clearly have not been in a position to win the World Series. It is a disastrous trade. An embarrassing trade, if that's the case. And look, I've been very confident that JT is going to end up signing here. I've just... The whole thought for me has been that JT, and, and this is still true, but that JT is far more valuable to the Phillies than to any other team who could possibly want to sign him, obviously based on a number of factors. But, of course, the one we just talked about, the fact that they traded Sixto Sanchez for him, even if it is a sunk cost, that still is part of the narrative and the discussion about it. The fact that the fan base has spent the entire season saying and tweeting and whatever sign JT nonstop. I mean, the pandemic has been out there that John Middleton has gone to see and talk to and stuff. And they've been out there just with sign JT signs every game. I mean, it's national television. You see it all that stuff. I mean, so there's, there's that whole thing. And then just the way you've built this team where there is nothing in the minor leagues right now. And you've got Bryce Harper on this contract. And it's like, like you don't have a choice, but to go for it now. I mean, the, the core of this team is, is right now it's their prime. You gotta go like, you gotta try and win with these guys. Cause you have not put yourself in any other position to do anything. And signing JT is crucial to every little bit of that. So I do think that JT is more valuable to the Phillies than any other team. But again, like, look, I mean, like we've talked about it, but the Steve Cohen thing's scary. I mean, that guy's worth, $14 billion or whatever. He's the richest owner in sports as soon as he bought the team. Like, I don't know if he has any issue just paying whatever it takes to get Romuto, paying these fines. Like, he probably doesn't. And again, that goes back to Middleton and a fair criticism that we've talked about, but that, like, the fact that this team is consistently staying under the luxury tax when you look at this season, and obviously the injuries now have kind of, you know, added another layer to it, but... You know, there's a Phillies team that if they had had a major league bullpen, I'm not even asking for a good one, just a, a, a solid major league bullpen this season, would be a definitive playoff team. We'd be talking about them as the five seed easily and the second best team in the NL East and maybe threatening the Braves. They might win the division with a normal, solid major league pen. And them not going over the tax is part of a big reason why they didn't get those guys. Like, they can't act that way. They need to be a big boy. They need to act like a big boy. And Matt Cl- and, and John Middleton has said that before, but, I mean, you you got to back it up. I mean, they need to spend money. They need to be willing to spend money, especially when a guy like Steve Cohen's coming into the division. And I doubt that guy's going to have any problems spending money. So, 
look, the Phillies are in a spot and they need to, uh, you know, they're going to need to spend. They're going to need to back it up if they want to compete with this team. And Romito's going to be the first step of it. So it's going to be scary. Let's get to what Ken Rosenthal had to say on the uh, athletic about um, a couple things about uh, Clintac. First, um, he talked about um, a hypothetical that is a little scary in hindsight. Look, we're just railing about the six-day trade, but look, JT is a great player, and at least you got a, a legitimate, you know, valuable, very valuable person for him. But uh, apparently there was a, a chance that the Phillies were going to trade Sixto Sanchez to the Mariners for Edwin Diaz when we know that uh, ultimately he went to the Mets for Jared Kalinick, who's a top-ten prospect in baseball, is a great outfield prospect. You know, they, they did great in it. Um, but according to Rosenthal, uh, the M's had their choice more or less during the 2018-19 offseason. They discussed acquiring Sanchez from the Phillies as part of a deal or – for shortstop Gene Segura and reliever Edwin Diaz, wow, and instead landed on Kalinick uh, from the Mets, uh, partially so they could move the Cano contract. Um, wow. Wow, 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 wow. That would have been an all-time unmitigated horrendous trade if they had traded six up for that. I mean, we would be, we would be killing him if they had traded for that. Obviously, JT wouldn't be here. We would be killing him for that. And again, we should be upset about the JT trade when this is all said and done, the way it's played out, you know. If they don't sign him, then it's a disaster. It's just what it is. And, um, you know, that that's just the situation we find ourselves in. And, uh, and again, it's not looking good. Uh, speaking of which, interesting thing from the Rosenthal thing is here is he talked about GMs on the hot seat. And this is what he had to say about Klintag. He said... The Phillies rank seventh in payroll, yet for the second straight season are hovering around 500 despite fielding rosters that included catcher JT Romito, right fielder Bryce Harper, and right hander Aaron Nola. A deep run in the postseason might save Klintak, but how would that even be possible when the team's bullpen is the worst in the majors? First of all, I agree with that point. You know, I've said that, that they have no chance to compete in the playoffs with this bullpen. Facts. It just is what it is. They don't, and, and that's what it is. Again, I don't even know if they end up making the playoffs right now. I mean, we're going to ask this bullpen to to get them through the last six days of the season. Who knows if they can even do that? But this bullpen that has been so, 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 so bad in every possible situation, um, the odds that in high leverage, important playoff innings, they're going to come through. I mean, come on, let's be real. Let's be real. And again, this team has to make the playoffs. But regardless, um, that part is interesting. The idea that, that Rosenthal's insinuating that even if the Phillies make the playoffs and lose in the first round, that Clintex could be gone. And, you know, I, I of course, I think it's fair to say that. This this roster is flawed. They have nothing in the minor league system to to look forward to, to say, like, you know, now that Og Bowman and Spencer Howard are up, it's it's barren. You know, obviously a couple prospects. Mick Abel, this pick from the last draft, looks like he's a super talented kid. Who the hell knows? He's 18. Yeah, it's a long way away. Um but um, it's going to be a really interesting offseason for this Phillies team. And again, we still have an interesting time to get there as this next six days is going to be fascinating. As, um, look, you know, you want the Phillies to, to fight and make the playoffs. The playoffs are fun and, you know, um, 
but it's going to be really interesting as again everything is so close between these teams in the National League East as the Phillies are game behind the Marlins still um they're a half game worse than the Reds a half game better than the Brewers the uh, and the Giants there um it's just uh it's super close it's super close and as we talked a lot about yesterday one of these teams is not going to make the playoffs and the Phillies certainly didn't get this week off to the right start last night. You know, they just didn't. And they got two today. That's going to be huge, huge day today in Washington. As, uh, the Phillies really need to take both these games today. As, as luckily it's Aaron Nolan the first one against Austin Both who's terrible, but not that that mattered yesterday against Anibal Sanchez. But then game two is a bullpen game. So, you know, and I think the Nationals might be having a bullpen game too, so I guess there's that silver lining from that. But um, this is just a, a really crucial series, and watching the Phillies last night didn't feel that way. It felt like a team that had no grasp or no handle on the importance of the situation, on what they needed to do, on what should be expected of them, on how they should play. I mean, again, the amount of unforced errors, literal errors, stupid plays, boneheaded decisions was jarring you know for a team that is 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 in a playoff spot at that point you know we talked yesterday about uh how cool it was to be even despite all the issues and despite the weird sham of a season and despite a playoff team and all the stuff that but it was really neat to be able to say you know on september 20th or whatever you know 21st it was yesterday excuse me um, to be able to say that, oh, uh, you know, the Phillies are a playoff team right now. Like, that was neat. It was cool to be able to do that. But, um, you know, then you watch them play last night and you say, oh, um, yeah, they're not. They don't look like one, even though they are one. That's that's not what you call a playoff baseball team. And uh, it's a real, uh, you know, you saw them last night. It's just like, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, that's not a playoff team. That's not a playoff team. Those errors, those mistakes, the way they played, the lack of intensity, the lack of urgency, it was just not a playoff team. And, and again, it was a playoff team in terms of if the season ended that, at that moment. And um, it's just disappointing, again, because, you know, you like assuming they can make the playoffs here, you'd like to see them playing good baseball in the playoffs, and you can't even have that. And I know a big part of it's the injuries, but it's just um, – it's just a disappointing team. You know, they're, they're a real disappointment, especially because we've seen what they can be. And we know how simple a fix it could have been if this just one part of the team, one thing, one thing could have been fixed. It's a whole different prism through which we view this team in this season. And uh, it's really just a, it's a shame. It's a shame that... Uh, that, you know, we and the players were deprived of that, that this team wasn't able to put together a suitable bullpen. And as a result, this season, even if they make the playoffs, like, let's be real, like, just come on. Look, and we keep saying, oh, Nolan Wheeler in a playoff series, a three-game series, anything can happen. But, like, there's a good chance we don't see Nolan Wheeler in those games. If, if they have to pitch Saturday and Sunday to get them into the playoffs, you know, maybe we see them in game two or three. But, like, you know, it's just uh, – it's a disappointing situation, and you hope that they can make a little mini run here and make it fun. But 
you just haven't seen a lot from them to make you believe in, and I don't know why you should. So, But again, we're going to root, we're going to hope, and, and the playoffs will be fun. Don't get me wrong. Watching the Phillies play playoff baseball will be really neat. So let's hope for it. Let's wish on it, and, uh, and we'll see if they can oblige. Either way, as always, we'll be here to talk about it. Big one today, big doubleheader. We need them both. Let's see if they get them. And again, we'll hear be here to talk about the games and everything tomorrow. So until then, again, as always, stay safe, stay healthy. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.